sex, fucking, dating, and love. Seek treatment. If you're boring as fuck, seek treatment. If you're unlucky in love, seek treatment. If you just can't take a hint, we'll seek treatment. With Kat and Pat. Hey, it's Kat. And it is also Pat. And this is Seek Treatment, Treatment, a a podcast podcast about boys, sex, sex, fucking, dating, and love. You're never going to believe this. So you're never going to believe this. What's happened, Pat, Tom? Well, we're in person today. We're We're looking each other in the eyes. And we're coming to you live from in person. Um, I feel like there's there's something jail vibes about, like we're staring at, like there's like a Totally. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah, chill. it's like glass. It's courtroom. Um, now I don't feel like I'm recording a podcast because, like, I know we're not, we're wearing, not headphones. wearing headphones. It does. It feels too. It's it feels too really strange. I'm like, closing my computer as crazy as that sounds. I, I'm just like a normal person. It makes oh me my f- god! Something about putting the headphones on. It's like it's like I'm, the, okay, it's we're like locked super, in. It's Superman donning the cape. You know yeah, what I mean? it's like it's the F1 driver <laughs> smashing on the helmet. Speaking of, today is the first ra- F1 race of the year, and you know that I care about that because my boyfriend <laughs> has a pe- Lola. What are you eating? Okay, so Lola's here with us. Lola is Hot Producer Allison's um, gorgeous little puppy dog. And we're actually at my apartment in New York, New York. Hell of a town. Yeah, hell of a town. I'm feeling so, like, not I'm interesting, so not good. I need to take not... um, my medicine, actually. Your vet. My vet. You could say it. So I found out I'm with two absolute crack whores <laughs> today. I found out that I'm sitting am- amongst meth heads, is if you will. Is this Triggerina? Um, no, I'm just Jealousina. It doesn't, so, even, it doesn't even work on me. Like, I'm you. It doesn't Catherine's work on me. Catherine's on Ritalin, and I just found out today that Allison literally, can I say, is on Adderall. And I'm just so envious. Imagine being able to feel alive. As the result of a drug, <laughs> but it doesn't really. I have. I take five milligrams. That's so stupid. You should take as much as you can fit into your little <laughs> hole. <laughs> we have so much to talk about. Do we? Oh, thank God, because I can't think of a single thing. Um. Well, my Netflix special came out. Totally. I know. I know <laughs> and we I know. had the best party of the year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, but we okay. kind of already debriefed in person. Yeah, that's why I didn't so like, register. In the case. That's why I didn't register I know, as I know. like something to talk about. So basically, what the else? Special came out. My dreams came true. The special came out. I got to go on Seth Meyers, which was so fun. Um, Wait, how was it on the couch? Like, nicest what was man it like, in showbiz. It was like being on the couch for once. It was so, I was very nervous, but it was like much, it was much more chill than performing. Uh, yeah. Basically, I think it, they, they, you talk to them before about like things you should chat about or whatever. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. So then you, so you like, you kind of think like, okay, I might mention this, I might mention that. But then I couldn't remember, like I, I called myself a wretched slut and then I was like, is that bad? But it was live. So I just kept talking. Yeah, yeah. And it was fine. Oh, cool. Out. Um, He is so nice though. Like, yeah, I've, I, and I've heard from, this from other people, he goes above and beyond to like, come say hi in the dressing room before and like, really like, like remembers you and talks like, you know, like he talks to you like you're a person. For yeah. Um, I remember I went when he did stand up on it and I was in the dressing room and he came in to say hi and he was really nice, but I was specifically trying to like, cause I was standing next to the stylist and i just i think that like if you're a gay person standing near stylist like people <laughs> sometimes don't register you do you know what i mean <laughs> like you're kind of become the furniture you're a lower third so i wanted to kind of step away so mm-hmm. he didn't get he didn't i didn't blend in with you the didn't back. want him to cross I, I, didn't wanna, cross. I didn't want to blend in with the background of stylist uh, as a gay person. You didn't want Seth Myers to get his wires crossed when it came to looking at you next to a stylist. <laughs> exactly. Is what you're saying. I wanted to establish myself as a artist in my own right by taking one step away from a, 
stylist. Speaking of that stylist, her name is Kelsey Randall, and Wonderful. she made the outfit for the special, the pink romper. And then I also have to shout out the amazing stylist who dressed me for Seth because Daniel Gaines, made, he they his friend who runs a label called Zephyrina, made that dress in less than 12 hours. Wow. The red dress. That's like a quick challenge on a reality show. And then my dad goes, so it must not be that hard to make a dress. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I said, dad, stop. stop Sometimes stop, 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 they stop. do that. I think that Bianca Del Rio did that mm-hmm. um, in... Um, in uh, Drag Race, I think she made a dress in like 60 seconds. 60 seconds? No, I've heard everything. I think that that happened, but I'm also not sure, and that might have been something I like to call made up. <laughs> um, a little bit of fantasy. We are artists after yeah, all. This might be, fan- yeah, We've forgotten that we're artists. This is a day. fantasy podcast. It lives <laughs> in the world of Game of Thrones, Narnia, Dungeons, Dungeons and Dragons. Dragons. <laughs> I want to play Dungeons and Dragons really I bad. Feel, I feel like you'd like it. Wait, I have to tell you something. What? Do you know that um, my college friend, who I haven't seen in years and years and years, actually is like really big on like, um, I think it's like Barstool or something, but it, he doesn't do sports at all, uh-huh. but he like plays, and I think it's Barstool, uh-huh. it might be wrong. Uh-huh. He play at, at <laughs> he plays, dun- he's like a Dungeons and Dragons, he's like Barstool's like Dungeons and Dragons expert. Okay. He should, um, Tim, Tim, Tim. With, t- famously Tim with two M's, should if you're listening. come on the pod and tell us about that? Or we, I think he wanted us to go play should, Dungeons and oh, Dragons. Oh, that actually be so fun. Yeah, I would love to play Dungeons and Dragons. I Some, wouldn't know about it. Sometimes I feel like it, it gives me anxiety, Dungeons and Dragons, because I feel like there's just one person deciding the story, and then you have to, it's like, what if I'm just like, oh, no, like, how do you know who wins a fight? Like, I would just be like, oh, I burned, I, I found the treasure, like, I win. I couldn't even begin to tell you how to play. Yeah, do you know what I'm really excited for? Yeah. And I'm one of the only people in New York who, like, still talks about this, who still feels excited around this. I'm still si- craving this, but I'm really excited for the next Stranger Things season. Is that, <laughs> that okay? That is crazy to crave. Is it, like, okay to crave that? What? <laughs> <laughs> New second, what are you crazy to crave right now? Yeah, I'm crazy. That cra- is crazy. Cuckoo. Yeah, I feel. What I, season are they on? Like nine? No, because one hasn't come out in like three years. One? Do you mean eleven? <laughs> <laughs> eleven. The girl's name. Oh my god! I thought you meant like eleven seasons. Um, how is you know? I saw she has a, a public boyfriend. Oh, I didn't know. I that. saw that Millie Bobina Brown. Who's her public boyfriend? She's dating Bon Jovi's son. Oh, really? Now you heard everything. Public boyfriend. It sounds like public, public def- boyfriend number one. Public defender, but like he's public just, boyfriend. He's amazing. This amazing public boyfriend who lives uptown. Wait, you know what someone said to me? No. I met these gorgeous girls who came to Club Coming and they, I could tell they were kind of like, first of all, I, I love them and would take a bullet for them, but I could yeah. tell they were tipsy uh-huh. and they were kind of like, we miss when you guys would talk about like sex, like being single. Oh, I know. And I'm like, I wish we could do that. But this is, and I, I hear them, but it's like, should we both blow up our lives? Should we? So what we're saying is, if y'all are listening, should we blow up our lives, destroy everything, and start fucking around town again? I could. I know. I could never go back. Well, it is true what they say about like I don't. Even, I don't know if they say this, but like you know, everyone's always like, oh, once you get a partner, you're so. I, I've mm-hmm. become so much more boring. Like, but it's also the pandemic. You know, my boyfriend's mom. Oh my god! Wait, last time we had um. No, it's also the pandemic. That's a good point. Last time Thank I was in Rhode Island, my, my, we were eating dinner with my boyfriend's parents, and his mom was like, "So I saw, you know, <laughs> I her friends and her and her friends like son who's gay, and she and he introduced me to his partner, and he said this is my partner, uh-huh. and I said." Oh, and so I didn't know if, you know, I've just been calling you boyfriend. I don't know if you're someone who, do you guys want me to say partner? And we were like, no, thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. She also, she also, like I was being fake, like um, I was making fake drama because for his niece's, um, for his niece's second birthday, like they got these, it was an Encanto party and um, 
like they had these Encanto cookies made similar to the ones at your party. Sure. sure <laughs> but sure. like instead of you, it was Encanto pictures. <laughs> and um, so, but the the person they ended up going to turned out kind of coincidentally to be Angela's first girlfriend who like is now a bakeress and like. Oh, she's bakeress? She's a bake. No, no, no. Not like. Not that one. Not that one. And not even the one before that one. Like truly oh, is like first like childhood. high school, like sophomore or whatever. Serving childhood realness. Serving childhood realness stays in Rhode Island, becomes a bake dress. And so <laughs> <laughs> anyways, so I kept doing this. Whenever someone would like eat a cookie or something, I kept doing this bit where I was like, I just think it's really disrespectful. Like it's <laughs> really disrespectful to me like to eat that. And um, it's art. And then his mom, <laughs> his mom said, Pat, you were his first one. See. Switch sides. <laughs> <laughs> when he started batting for the other team. Yeah, I hope it's okay that I quote that. I think it is. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah. You know what? Um, Speaking of, I mean, speaking of my boyfriend, now you guys are bored to death falling asleep. I know. But we like started like trying to be on the same team well, as the Well, I can say some nasty things because I am team girlinas, but his cousin my boyfriend's cousin texted him saying she watched the special and she's so glad that my tits are big enough to titty fuck him <laughs> wait what <laughs> should i not say that no you should say that i mean she was like it was a joke yeah but i just like I, can you imagine being him and like your whole family is he's like telling his whole family to watch this thing where i'm just like so my tits are wrapped around my boyfriend's cock <laughs> i'm like he's such a good sport yeah he is a good sport no i mean i'm still that young slutty girl but i was you know what i realized is that so much of my random fucking was due to low self-esteem yeah and like inability to be by myself yeah which you knew i'm very able to be by myself now i am now i crave now it's not crazy crazy that i crave it (laughs) now you're crazy to crave it um lola's so cute it's crazy that we crave um she's carrying a toy that's bigger than her body i'm bigger than my body remember that uh what's that jason mayer it's john mayer jason mayer jason mayer as but i know i know body is a wonderland are you talking about there's that? that but there's one called i'm bigger than my body there's a song i believe called i'm B- <laughs> uh, how about i'm bigger than my clothes am i right girls yeah, I'm, i cannot fit into my garment seriously i get really serious i'm like seriously, seriously um um anyways what did you do this weekend did you do anything fun well or? basically so we threw the party of a lifetime cousin cousin slash hot producer allison helped me throw oh, yeah, we'll talk about the party we'll talk about the party for once it was my wedding slash bat mitzvah it was like the best night of my life and i did that stayed up till like 6 a.m just like and my friend my amazing friend amazing friend of the pod casey thomas brown um he, he had flown in from la i finally met him in person he's the best but very briefly it, well, the thing about that party was that you basically you could only you couldn't you legally you weren't allowed to have a conversation with someone that was longer than thirty seconds. <laughs> well, a lot of people approached me and didn't know about that rule because I was trapped Aguilera. <laughs> now I'm just adding Aguilera to anything. I was trapped Aguilera with it, in so many conversations that it was with like. I, I, you know I can't name yeah, names. Yeah, you can't name names. And just know that if you're listening, it's not you. <laughs> it's someone else. But um, but I think because he'd flown in and we were like so excited to see each other and I was, I was insistent that the party didn't end. So it's like I'm literally grabbing everyone at 5 a.m. being like, don't leave. I destroyed my apartment. Someone upstairs was screaming at us. Really? There's a crazy – actually, we're in, the, we're in my apartment now, but there's a crazy, crazy, crazy couple. And they um, – one time they cornered me and screamed at me because they thought I was ripping into their packages. And oh I was like, God. well, I'm definitely not. Oh, <laughs> my like, God. And I was like, I was like, yeah, that's really scary that that's happening. Like, if we could, like, put up some signs or talk to the landlord. And they were Did they believe like, you? Yeah, eventually. But they were, like, coming at it from such an insane place. Did they, like, apologize for, like, accusing No, they're, they're unwell. I think they've lived here for, like, a very, very, very long time. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're unwell, but they were screaming, which I don't blame them because it was, like, 5 a.m. on a school night. Yeah, um, yeah. Anyways, then the next day. 
See, for me, you won't get this reference, but for me, the party was very similar to the boat. Oh, okay. Boat. So I missed the boat. When I went on the boat party, it was just lots of people. And it was, I, I will say, it's the most... But I was trying to make it less. It, it was the junkest most people I've been around oh, yeah. since college. It was like <laughs> that level. I was like, I was like, I'm, I was like, everyone's being college right now. <laughs> Everyone was being really college. I was telling you, I tried to walk across the room to like see someone, mm-hmm. and literally, it took me three hours to get across the room because people kept stopping me and like talking. See, to which, me, that sounds fun. So, so I'm actually going through something where I'm like, why can't I? I the two things lately I'm having trouble enjoying. One video content on television. Like I, every time I start a show, I'm like. I know. Three minutes in, I'm like, oh, like this is not filling the void. That's how I felt. So I started Severance. I started the WeWork show. I started the Anna Delvey show. And like, I can't get past episode one. I'm yeah. Like, okay. So what? And um, oh, so what? You know, what I started that I'm really liking, but like, it's one of those things where too many people you know isn't it, so it gets mm, hard to watch what? it. Um, the after party. Oh, so many people we know are. I, I know, but that makes it hard to like let go. Is that good? Because no one's talking about that. No one's talking about it except for my aunt. It looked like it was going to be so good. I actually, had, I actually but had the pleasure of staying watch. next to my aunt Donna at a recent Shout family out gathering. Queen, <laughs> and she was Donna like, Hive rise up. <laughs> Donna Hive rise up. She was saying that like it's so good. So I like, and you know what? You know I love a murder mystery. So I like I'm watching it, but it is a little tricky to. Is it dark or just funny? Um, so far it feels honestly, I would put it on the same level as like tonally knives out. Never seen. Oh my god, are you serious? Would I like it? I mean, it's so good, so I hope you would. Okay, or else I, I can't trust for, you. Um, oh, I don't know if it's public that there exists one, is it? Yeah, oh, I auditioned for knives out tar. Oh my god, they actually made the decision not to go with me. <laughs> well, is, aren't there like truly a million people in that? Yeah, and they just still couldn't. <laughs> No offense. Oh, is that the movie that there's a million people in this children like even they didn't throw you a tiny bone? Speaking of tiny bones, that's the tiniest one I've ever seen. Lola's bone is so so small. Wait, oh, so the other thing I can't enjoy is like conversations with people. It's been mm. really hard for me. I the literally novel. Two minutes in, I'm just like, oh my Sam. God. Yeah, conversations with friends. I'm having trouble enjoying the the <laughs> Sally Rooney novel. Yeah, uh conversations with friends. I'm just like, oh my God, like what is it about that's enjoyable about like connecting again? I can't remember. Um, yeah, I think I was only having fun because it was like all revolved around me. And you, and it was like all my besties. You were junk. Yeah, are you like mad at me? No, you keep being like everyone was so fucked up. No, no, no. I was just saying. (laughs) But it was like sometimes when you're sober and everyone's fucked up, it's like you feel like you're in an alternate reality. Oh, it's the worst feeling in the world. But um, I actually I I was thinking of you because I was recently with someone who was very drunk, but I wasn't even sober. I just like wasn't very drunk. Yeah. But they, it's so bizarre when someone says something and then like. It has to be a certain amount of time, but it's like, I would say six minutes later, they say it again. And yeah. You're like, oh. I know. Oh, so you aren't here with me. I know. Yeah. It's a tough feeling. <laughs> My mom does that all the time, but not drunk. But just sober. Because like, of how she is. <laughs> My parents had so much fun. Did you get to talk to them at all? I did. Not as much as I would have liked. Yeah. I, I, fi- I, I couldn't find your mom the whole beginning. And then finally. Well, she'll get sucked into a conversation and never leave. Yeah. Finally, she'll I dive in. connect with her at Yeah, it was last. very fun. And Brian's parents came, which was very sweet. Oh, I didn't see them. They you know, came I, at the beginning. I famously met them. Do you know that? Where? And I'm um, dating in New York. Oh. When I moderated. When I had the pleasure of moderating. TBT. I wish I could do that. I know. Wish I could be there again. I hope Jonah puts me in something. He definitely should. I know. He definitely likes me. He loves you. I yeah, wonder what... Um, here I sit. I wonder unc- what he's doing next. Uncaptured on camera. We filmed his movie in Mark's car. <laughs> <laughs> I have to stop talking like that. It doesn't even make sense. Um, feels like a lifetime ago. I'm so excited to go upstate. I don't know when I am, but I just want to. Oh, I was upstate for a wedding like two weeks ago. The one that was pop punk. Oh, that ended, right. That ended with pop punk. You know, I'm... Now that I threw this great party, I'm like, that was so much more fun than a wedding. 
Weddings like are annoying. Yeah. It depends on like if you can be laid back about it. I can't be. I can be. Okay. Like you have to act like it's just another day. Just an event. Because yeah. it ultimately is. Most days are that. I should be a coach of weddings and like teach people how to just be normal for once during Attendees. It. Yeah. <laughs> Attendees, but also bridegrooms. Like I want to sit with brides and be like, remember, like just be normal and you'll be fine. Oh, wait. But the story is then the next day after the party, hey, we did a screening at Club Coming, which was very nice, intimate. Um, Henry and I got to play together, which was so fun because it had been a million years since we'd. It was so funny. We literally were like looking at each other laughing because we were playing songs that we hadn't played together since like late 2019 and yeah. we're just like remembering them as we look into each other's eyes oh my god that's so sweet is he still in town i think I he's did, leaving i didn't, I didn't today. know that i didn't know that he moved to los angeles i know i think he's very happy there it seems yeah so it was really nice to see him and then um oh the next morning i woke up oh no so then after the show what happened i don't know why oh no it was the morning after the party i woke up i started crying uncontrollably like it was like full postpartum like i felt like i'd like released this like i've been carrying so much stress yeah for so long that to finally have the thing out in the world it felt so good and then i was getting all these really nice messages from people who i haven't met being like oh my god lola made eye contact just saying things about how they felt seen and i was very moved by it all and then i was walking out of club coming just like <laughs> and you got egged and someone, I was, <laughs> and someone threw an egg at you. <laughs> basically i was violently weeping in the street and brian's like it's good you're letting it out and it was a very emotional day uh-huh. but then yesterday i look i i never read comments absolute hell but there are some people on the netflix instagram <laughs> who literally want me dead and buried it's so so insane all the comments are like i told you that they were like First of all, they're like, not funny, not funny, not funny, horrible, horrible, boring. Who is this bitch? How did she get this? She must have famous parents. Kill her. Die, 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 die. There was a there was a, a brawl in one of the comment sections because people were de- trying to decide if I was funny because A, I was a woman or because B, musical comedy isn't funny. They were kind of duking it out, which is cool. Um, and then thankfully, some of the truth sleuths ro- rose up and started commenting nice things. So I want to thank everyone for all the support. It's really... you. Don't know how much it means to me. Even though I know it's like, I'm talking so fast, I'm like out of breath. Oh, that's okay. I'm also getting over a cold. So the thing is, it, here's what I'll say. It's like, you know rationally when you see these comments, you're like, those are incels. Yeah. It doesn't matter. But you read a two or three or five in a row and you like, it breaks you. And you're like, this feels horrible. Incel, incels have convinced me that I, <laughs> there was an hour where incels convinced me that I chose to be gay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my God. Like, I actually never thought about it this way. And I, this actually is a choice. It's actually crazy. And you see them doing it to other people and you're like, well, they're so stupid. It must not bother them. But it's like, obviously it bothers me. So for anyone who commented something nice, I just want to tell you how much it, I really, I see everything. I see every single thing. So it means a lot to me. It is interesting. Gay voices. Like, where do they come from? Gay voices? Like, like, like tonally? How, like how my voice is gay? Yeah. Why no, is it not gay? Tonally, not like creative voices. No, like I know. Gay, tonally, like, like, like musically. Oh, because for me, tonal, and this is because I'm like first and foremost what a writer. What is gay voice? Yeah. Like, why did it? Why is it like that? But like the insults will be like, I don't understand. Like as a lot of insults feel passionate about this. Mm-hmm. This is like a really, pa- this is like a really big part of like incel culture around um, queerness is insults are, are always say, if you want to be gay, that's fine. But like, <laughs> I just like, you don't need to like be talking like that. Like, you know what I mean? They don't like that. They don't like the voice attached to it. They yeah. think if you're gay, then you should still have a straight you voice. Butch up. And I don't know. And then I read that and I was like, what? Well, and then they kind of go into these comments about like how like 
you're just like you know modeling yourself after women and you're taking women's voices and like you're like that's what you like. and i was like oh my god like am i doing i'm like and then i'm like oh my god i'm choosing to talk gay and then i'm like oh my god i'm choosing to even be gay but you don't sound like a woman thank you i mean i don't know if it's <laughs> thank you because i Cause fucking women are, hate women no and as it's literally like it's the year 20 we're eating beef jerky which is bunker fair yeah it's why the year is it 20, so good jerky so good. it's 2022 and like to see people being like women even up, what's scary to me is when women yeah are commenting women stand-ups just are never funny yeah and someone on tiktok responded being like um sorry that you have internalized misogyny girl i was like yes oh my God, i love that i know um anyways it's hard not to care um what people think of you yeah I, don't tell me careful with the chewing, Allison. <laughs> Allison, don't tell my friend careful with the Allison chewing. Allison got back because I'm absolutely Allison, ripping. she's your blood cousin. I'm and your blood when cousin. no one else is here, you're, the only people that are still standing are your blood cousins. Careful with the chewing. Now I've heard everything. I'll tell you what, dog, little dogs are going to come and go, <laughs> but blood cousins are forever. I'll be careful with the chewing. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Then I tell myself, look how much people scream, scream, scream at every woman that I admire. So whatever. Yeah. But... It hurts my feelings. Totally. But That's, I'm but the happiness, the joy, and the gratitude outweighs it. But careful with the chewing. <laughs> and the last thing I'll ever say is careful. Title of my next special. Careful with the chewing. <laughs> you know, the reason, you know, I had to um miss hosting your Wednesday night thing. It's totally fine because I was so brain dead that I showed up an hour late. And you'll be glad to know that the class that I missed it to go to I ended up writing an incredible essay. Oh. That's absolutely good. That, what's it about? It's about the time I almost choked up on her and died. That is an amazing story. Yeah, but it connects with like, you know, bulimic undertones. Mm-hmm. It's like about that. It's about that. It's very about that. Um, so anyways, I'm going to send that to someone. Every time. What page you like? Um, I'm like everything. <laughs> this is like so insard baseball. Well, you know that I like really love that hot gay um, author who's like also yeah, an agent. Yeah, he loves you. He's also an agent. Oh, who knew? He's so hot. But um, my like management company, like they all do, they do it all like in house. So like, right. so like I can't have someone else. You can no. send it to them. Yeah. Wait. So then the thing that happened was that after morning after club coming, I woke up sick as a little dog. Cover your ears, Lola. I was so sick I couldn't even function or breathe for like two days, and I was lot. I was um. I didn't leave my apartment until yesterday, so so I was in bed for two days, and then I was like binge eating so bad. Yeah. I couldn't stop eating Pop-Tarts last night. I couldn't stop binge eating. I couldn't stop eating Pop-Tarts last night. I couldn't stop eating ramen and Thai food. Thai food is so good. It's so good. Shout out to this like one dish I get from like Chlor... Oh, wait. You know what? This sounds like I'm doing like the Angelo R's, but Mm -hmm. it's not. I mean, there's a place (laughs) near us called Corm Corm. (laughs) It is so good. It makes me go crazy. What do you get there? I get this. Th- well, obviously, I started out with pad thai, like Cla- the, the, gate- the gateway, the gateway drug, the great gateway drug, and then like I noticed there, there's like this other kind of pad thai that like I forget Pat what it's C-O? called. Now I, I don't I know. I thought we had this exact conversation. It's drunken noodles. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It is drunken noodles, but it's extra spicy. There's like oh, spiciness so attached good. to it. It's so good. Especially when you're hungover. I obviously found myself two weeks ago frantically. Um, frantically googling to do junkin noodles or pad thai regular noodles have more calories and then for that i apologize <laughs> and i am yeah. going straight to hell for it straight to the hospitality now i'm going straight to hell i will not pasco i will not <laughs> collect 200 american dollars yeah the binging is like it's such a cycle it's like 
then it's impossible to stop and then you have leftovers in your fridge and then you're like, right. I'm just going to eat the well, same nasty stuff. That's what my essay is about. It's about binge eating oh. and like that complete, that complete like loss of control. Mm-hmm. You feel that like feels good and then bad. It feels and then so good, good yeah. at first. Yeah. You know, and you order food and then like you press, you press go, like order, submit. And then like, you feel like if you don't get in two minutes, you're going to die. Yeah. Who invented that feeling? I have a, here's a feeling that's interesting. I <laughs> sometimes have a feeling like, if like Angela isn't home, like you know when like when you're alone in your apartment, it's a classic time to do like to do two things: eat a lot and jerk off. The so class, the, the great pleasures. I, of it's life. so Pavlovian at this point, where it's like mm-hmm. if I'm in a space by myself, like I'm immediately starving, hungry, and like so horny for porn, not for people. That's what I do in hotels. Too. I have a problem where I'm horny for porn, not porn, people. not people. <laughs> yeah, it's really bad. I'm actually like, why is it bad? I don't know. Just because like I feel like I'm hornier for porn than I am for like my sexual partner. Yeah, I think it's just phases. It's really hard because I, I feel guilt about it. I couldn't have sex for like two weeks and finally I just kind of like made myself. What's, I, what's hard is like having to have an asshole that needs to be like all ready and ready to go. I know. It's like too much maintenance. Maintenance fee. It's a huge flaw with like the setup we have as gays. <laughs> And then, like, if you don't do anal, you don't feel just, satisfied just doing dick stuff. Um, I guess like I do, but I think Angelo doesn't. Mm-hmm. And well, he's used to a hole. He's used to a hole, yeah, famously. So it's just tricky. But anyways, sometimes I'll order like food on like Seamless, but then I'll be like, oh, I want to jerk off. But then I'll be like, mm. I really shouldn't start now because like I don't want to have to go down with the boner. <laughs> <laughs> I wish that I've been horny. Yeah, I really have been feeling. Finally, yesterday, I felt – yesterday, I was like – it wasn't that I made myself, but I was like, okay, just, Catherine, just relax and try and be present so yeah. you can enjoy. Like, and then it, you know, then it comes on. Well, it feels good to come, for sure. I told you, and this is what I miss a little bit about being single, a mm-hmm. huge part to, to – there's – to me, like emotional intimacy has become so mutually exclusive with sexual attraction or sexual mm. excitement. Like I cannot feel sexually excited around someone I know. So like when I so like that is so something about anonymous sex is like huge. It's not even anonymous. Like I don't even like I'm I don't I don't like glory holes and I don't even uh-huh. like like you know the culture of like having sex on dance floors. Like not that kind of anonymous, but the kind of anonymous where it's like I really don't know this person yeah. and like. I really don't know this person. And so that is what's hard for me. I, I'm So sometimes when I'm having sex with someone I do know, like I'll have to, in my mind, mm-hmm. truly pretend that like I met them out at a bar and this is like random and I'll never see them again. Well, Isn't that stupid? A, yeah, but I think it's extremely common. But what do you do about it? I don't know. I actually was, I was thinking about this because I was feeling so, so not horny. But then I, last night I was at, um, my friend's apartment and it was like kind of pregame party vibes uh-huh. and something about just like seeing Brian across the room. Yeah. I was like, Oh, like I haven't, we haven't like been out and done totally. something fun. Like it's been like, we're just curled up me looking like shit or complaining. Totally. So it's like, I think going out in a group or You're like actually right. doing something fun. Thank <laughs> you. Right. Like was it, was it horny seeing Ange at the party? You know party? what it wasn't? We actually were like really like makey outy. It's so fun, right? Yeah. I think that's, the trick. When we were first dating, just... we literally couldn't stop making out. I, I remember. For, for a million dollars. I remember. It was incredible. One time we went to his like high school friend's birthday party, who's like this gay. <laughs> and um, they're like the two gays from like their high school. So they had to like be friends when they got to New York. And we like went to his. And I don't know if we'll, I think I can say this. Like they had like a little thing before me and Angelo. Oh. 
and we went to his like birthday party because like fully like his parents were there and we for some reason just like made out the whole time That's at so this like hot. stranger's birthday party <laughs> the point where his mom came over no. and said that she thought that us boys should go talk to other people no she's like i think you boys should go socialize <laughs> i was like okay and, now, and just knowing you're sober for all of this is so beautiful i know and um, but love is a better drug than alcohol and now that person whose birthday party it was is engaged. your dog's masturbating on the floor Lola is humping the floor and looking at herself in the mirror. Two things. Now that person whose birthday party it is is engaged. And he's secondly, remember that time that like someone came up on our live show and like they were like on a date. They were on a first date. That guy was at Club Coming. Not the guy who's like the fan of us, but okay, his, the other guy. his date who like didn't care about us. Yes. Yes. Okay. So that guy. Uh-huh, that guy wasn't at Club That Coming. guy's friends with the guy whose birthday I made out of. <laughs> oh, <that's- laughs> and he found that on Instagram stories. I know that was probably the best thing y'all have heard all year. <laughs> so take a break. Get some water. We'll be right back. <laughs> you know. How long what, have we been going, by the way? A million years. Wide leg jeans, chunky sneakers, everything old is new again, right? Girlfriend Collective means that literally. No, seriously, they turn plastic bottles and other waste that would end up in a landfill into something new to wear. I am obsessed with Girlfriend Collective. Y'all know I wear my Girlfriend Collective skorts like every freaking day of my life. Girlfriend Collective creates responsibly sourced activewear for everyone from size extra, extra small to 6XL. They've got you covered from head to toe. Find pants with different compression levels for ultimate comfort. Supportive and soft bras and underwear, workout dresses, joggers, sweats, beanies, and even cute slide sandals. And I'm obsessed with girlfriends. They make their items in go-to staple colors. Like I have the skorts in maroon, forest green, and black. But they also make fun bright colors and new seasonal releases to choose from. They also have this amazing garment take back program called Regirlfriend. So once you're done loving your pieces, a long time from now, of course, just send them back to be upcycled into new girlfriend gear. Feel good in what you wear, babe, whatever you're doing with Girlfriend Collective. I am a real, real, real fan of Girlfriend Collective. I think their stuff fits really well. It's super comfortable. I wear it all the time. And I'm excited to share that for listeners of the show, Girlfriend Collective is offering $25 off your purchase of $100 or more. When you go to girlfriend.com slash seek treatment, that's $25 off $100 or more. When you go to girlfriend.com slash seek treatment, girlfriend.com slash seek treatment. I've been watching Never Have I Ever just to like see like, oh the yeah, young people really love that. It's good. It's, it's, it is good. It is good. I do like it. Uh, is sometime- Sex Size of College Girls Young Adult? Yeah, I think it is, but I, I haven't I watched that. it yet. I liked it a lot. I think that for me, I li- I think that um, Never Have Ever is good and it could be really funny and like I, I lol. Mm-hmm. It can sometimes like creep one inch saccharin for me. But um, but she said this thing where she was like, someone posted on their grid. She's like, you're going to post that on your grid, not temporary story. <laughs> I just like hate in temporary TV. Temporary story. I hate in TV where they like get worried you're not going to know what the character's talking about. So like they added the temporary before yeah, yeah, story. Yeah. It's like we get it. We get it. We know it. We and know if, it. And if someone doesn't know, they could infer. And that's why whenever I'm reading it, which I remind myself like, they get it. I had the most stressful dream last night that I couldn't remember an equation. Oh, you couldn't remember an Oh, I had a dream that I was um really, really. I, I had the classic dream of like going to a college i was at college and yeah like, i've been having so many college dreams it was fine it was like realizing that you haven't been to the class the whole semester like and does anyone care that's been my dream so much lately my dream is always like wondering if the professor cares that i haven't been there and like if i can get at least a, i'm always like i hope i can get at least a c i keep being like i can't believe i haven't started my work for the semester at all yeah yeah, yeah. but so if my, the night before the special came out my dad had a dream that i was carrying around a big sack of shit 
Oh my god. I was god. like, oh, I hope that's not a fucking like literally omen. feces. Literal human feces. That's what my dad was dreaming. <laughs> Weird and <laughs> fucked up and twisted. And messy. And messy and messy. beautiful. Life is me- <laughs> I was, messy um, and beautiful and imperfect. I was laughing so hard at Geosiv's tweet about like um something about like when someone says like let's just tie this up in an email it's like why don't you just let life be like messy and beautiful yeah yeah he was like maybe stop looking for closure and just yeah, enjoy yeah, yeah. how me- life is messy and beautiful he's the bars yeah we, I love. he tweeted oh he also tweeted now that feeling when we just are repeating geosivs uh george severus <laughs> follow him uh tweets but i i was lolling at like when it when a doctor writes a book it's like when a doctor writes a book it's like don't you have patience that's such that was that was such that was so funny wait did you see someone ran the new york half and made a sign called what do you said what are you running from and said the twist she's fast oh my god Isn't that so cute that is so cute they that, so that you know a lot of american women struggled today i feel like as a prose what in running <laughs> or prof- in general the professional women <laughs> running okay because i saw it wasn't their best day like sarah hall could have been oh. in it to win it she kind of ran her like marathon pace for half but i also think american women are struggling in general yeah i saw you know when, like your twitter news comes up and it's yeah. like my news today was like <laughs> women are depressed especially teens i'm like okay yeah like newsflash <laughs> like welcome to the 60s welcome to new go, york go 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 welcome to new york welcome That's to new york for you. i hope i leave new york soon and go somewhere else well we're going to austin no but i mean like permanently shut the I, fuck up i hate it here really i can't take it for another second but this is, isn't that just because this is where you live? Um, no, I think that. What w- do you hate? No, I don't know. You need to live near a park where you can run somewhere beautiful. I know. Well, I actually, actually do have some good parks okay. in me. Your apartment's so nice. I know. Yeah, you, know you have to come. Looked- you haven't been there in a long time. I know. Do you wish you didn't live so far out? No, because it honestly, like, I've been kind of like, should I just move far out so I can have an actual closet? Well, this is a thing that people always say, but it is really true. It's like. I mean, I used to live in Greenpoint, and that's like as the girl flies closer to Manhattan. But like, I feel so much closer to Manhattan now because it, it literally twenty five minutes. I'm in Union yeah, Square. Yeah, twenty five no. minutes. I'm in Union Square. People, people who live off realtors, people love me who live twenty three minutes. Three yeah. minutes, you're in Manhattan. Uh, yeah, I know. Every realtor, every realtor. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, what's sad is that it's really true, and like, so I do <sighs> feel like close to me. I, I feel like I can go wherever I want. That's so beautiful. And I might buy a car. I would love that. Maybe take out that I'm buying a car. Why? I don't know. I don't think people would like that. Leave this in. Okay. <laughs> but we can't be scared of what people like. I know, I know. But you we have know. to be. No, here's the I, deal. I think there's lots of people out there that wouldn't want me to have a car. People really don't want us to have a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. People, it, we're so easy to hate. I, <laughs> I hate, I hate me too. Like, I know. It's, when someone finds me annoying, I'm like, I completely get where you're coming totally. from. Totally. And it's I like, find something harder part. to hate. It's like hating us is so obvious <laughs> like hate, like it's like you're obviously not that good at hating if we're the ones that you yeah have to we're hate. an obvious choice it's so weird to see women hating on my my work but i guess women can suck too but it's like the other two that amazing scene where she's like women can is that what she says women can suck too? wait what season the most recent i only watched the first few episodes. she does some like um chat some like talk show or something and she's like <laughs> so funny, but she and she ends up just chanting something like "women can be terrible" as well. So shut the fuck up. That's funny. Um, but everyone's amazing, is what I'm trying to say. And you can have a car if you want a car. Yeah, I think I can have one. I want a cabin. I don't want a cabin. Actually, mm-hmm. I do. Okay. <laughs> but what I'm thinking is, when I eventually have to move, I'm like, should I go back to Brooklyn so I can have like a closet and a kitchen? Maybe. These are things I don't have, team. Yeah. But I've made the sacrifice so that I can be in this gorgeous location. Um, should we do a know. question for help? The thing about, you know what, with people wishing we were still single, it's like, I also fear that even if I was single now, 
I wouldn't be able to be as unfettered and free as, as we used to be on the pod. Yeah. Also, I was thinking about how like the early days of the pod, how it felt so like no one beautifully was really... anonymous. Yeah. And, like, it didn't feel like there was any, any, any stakes at all. Not that it's like so stakesy now, but I just remember feeling like it was just a normal conversation and like it doesn't really feel quite like that anymore. Do you think that's because more people are mad online or because more people listen in general? Um, I feel like I, people are more mad than they used to I be. I think that, um, yeah, and I think like, I think there is a thing of like not if you start to get anything, then people really start yeah. to wonder in their head, like, do you deserve what you're getting? And uh-huh. if you don't, then I need to be the one who says that. And <laughs> I definitely don't deserve anything. It's yeah. like life is a random cabaret. So and- I think like, I don't know, I've got, I got a job like you have your special. Like, I think that it's a lot of people then like need to like feel the need to sit down put and put their place. thinking caps on and say like it's I actually have to sit down and figure out if like everyone deserves what they have and if they don't I need to take to Twitter immediately you know what well, I mean well it's weird as if like as if anyone has ever said that life is fair it's like I yeah. don't know well the other thing is I think yeah I'm also more I think I used to think it was funny to like shit on people I was going out with or like talk about guys in detail and now I'm like oh like when I, watching the West Elm Caleb thing unfold, I was kind of like, no one deserves to be like sort of mocked in the public sphere just for like putting themselves out there romantically or yeah, like, yeah. I, 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 I didn't follow that Caleb it, thing. It's not, it's not, it's not that I'm just trying to say like, I remember one time I tweeted about my toxic guitar teacher. Yeah. And he texted me. <gasps> oh, I didn't know he that. Text, I, I, t- I tweeted about him like kind of, it wasn't like super specific, but I guess someone knew and he saw or something and. He wrote me a message and I could tell he was like anxious and stressed. And I I think I, I was just kind of like, oh, I don't want to make someone feel that way. Yeah. I, it's the, not I, worth it for the joke. I had an opposite experience where I like really? just said someone was like gorgeous, handsome and had a crush on them in the pod. <laughs> they immediately texted me they weren't interested. <laughs> I think it's like I used, to, I used to be more fast and loose. They immediately, they immediately texted me that they weren't interested and that they were going on a date with my dear friend. <laughs> <laughs> that was crazy. That was crazy. That was like when my I, throat hurts. When uh, I think of singledom, it's like that saga. Uh, I yeah, almost so I left for that for that like, person. I almost left to show up at the Bell House to go watch them like do their singing class recital at like fifty four below. That is that's really like sweet. the darkness I was in, and that for someone who ultimately did not have any intentions or wants to fuck me, which is fair. I I just it's scary. I wonder if that person still listens. I unfollowed them, but they still follow me. I was so stupid when I was dating. Um. Okay, should we do a letter? Yeah, you want me to shut up? I keep wanting to eat Lola's dog treats. Keep that in, keep that in, keep that in. I'm going to open the skinny pop. Because we're like, this is similar to dog food. This is a- <laughs> jerky is um, a, re- a close relative of dog food. So we keep, and we have dog food on the table and jerky on the table. So it's really hard. It's kind of nice to mix and match, like switch off. Hi, Kat. Uh, oh. We, this is Mikey and Caleb. And we're actually about to watch your special on oh Netflix. God. Super pumped for it. Great. But we're coming in hot with a question from Pat, actually. And we were wondering <laughs> I'll take it, boys. Savage. A contestant gets hit in the face on the with a watermelon on the backswing of a catapult. In the um, words of her sister, right in the kisser. Right in the kisser. Not her sister, her well, coworker. I want to know your thoughts, feelings, reactions to the app. Um, but more importantly, a question, follow-up question. If you and your same-sex sexual partner were in this episode, um... Who would be who? Who's uh, who are you? Kind of slip yourselves into the role. We want to know what would you have done. Yeah, are you the sister? Are you the contestant? 
is Angela the watermelon. Uh, not that we want one of you to get struck in the face with a watermelon should you go on the amazing race. We do want you to go on the amazing race, but God forbid anybody gets hit. Yeah. We just think this episode holds up a mirror to everybody, and we want to know what you see in that mirror. So um, let us know. We love you guys. Love you. Bye. Bye. Yeah, that's really interesting. Um, <laughs> I love y'all. So I love y'all. Thank you for faking my friend out. I love to watch her face as she realized it has nothing to do with her. Um, I'm just happy to be here. <laughs> but, the, but these gorgeous um, people are referring to mm. was the uh, premiere of, I think, like season 20 or 21 of Amazing Race, where there was a team named Brooke and, Brooke and Claire who were um, who were QBC hosts. They were like Home Shopping Network hosts. I don't know. If it, I don't know which one it was. And so there was um, the last challenge. One person, it's a roadblock where one person on the team has to do it. You had to hit these like um, knights of ar- these like suits of armor with a, mel- a watermelon in this like huge um, like slingshot type thing, and this one woman like pulled it all the no. way back, and it went forward and like <laughs> no. smashed into her face. No. And um, yeah, I think what I I thought like I didn't carry that much about. I thought it was really funny. I mean, I I did think it was funny. The woman was fine, so that was like important. Mm-hmm. But um, the one then um, I don't know how to answer it because like I don't know like. I'm not sure exactly, like, I didn't react to it super strongly besides, like, the Sounds law. like you don't have enough information. No, I do have enough information. What do okay. you mean? Well, about their character, like, the characters yet, because you just met them. No, no, no. I, um... I thought it was the season premiere. I was, like, ten seasons ago. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, um, but I, I went on to love Brooke and Claire, and I really wanted them to Did win. Did they win? No. Who won that season? Um... I forgot. Do we sound so annoying oh, today? Oh, the doctors won that one. The doctors won that one. <laughs> Do- that was the season of the first female female team won Amazing doctors Race. Doctors on reality TV is such an interesting mix. Yeah, like when when Doctor Alex was on Love Island. Oh yeah, he was I know. so annoying. I liked him. I don't mean to sound so annoying about the way people treat people online. Life is so weird now because everyone is a public figure with like an pr- online profile. It's mm-hmm. so weird. Yeah. That's why it's so hot when you meet a guy who doesn't have Instagram. I know. Wait, I just met someone who doesn't have Instagram, but I can't remember who it was. <laughs> <laughs> I just met someone who doesn't have Instagram. That's so that's so dark. <laughs> who is it that doesn't have Instagram? My mom's only posted like once, which is huge. Oh, my sister's boyfriend has it, but like doesn't follow anyone and like and or like maybe follows but doesn't post and like doesn't care about followers. He's never posted once. I wish I could be the kind of like And he's like twenty three. Oh, huge. There's some chic famouses who like don't follow anyone. Someone posts. Yeah, yeah. I, I I like seeing my friends. I don't. And there's people. Actually, I like seeing like not my friends, but like my internet friends, like I don't see in real life ever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like people I don't text. People who I follow but don't have their phone number. I just think it's really hard to be any sort of way online without like being, it being really hateable. Yeah. So it's like I'm so hateable right now. It's a huge risk for like being hated if you like, do anything online. Whatever. But um. I'm just happy my work's out in the world. I'm letting it speak for itself. But anyways, I think... Uh, I do it for the girlies of all genders. About the watermelon, what I will say is that... that yeah, that, sorry. Back to the watermelon. <laughs> that, that clip leaked before the... I read um, interviews with those girls because mm-hmm. they were my favorites. Where do they live now? I don't know where they live now. Okay. So I follow them on Instagram, sure. but I just don't remember where they live now. Fine. But, um, and Brooke, who was... I know Claire was the woman who was hit in the face with the watermelon, said that... Because Brooke came over and she was like, you got a tight gang, girl. And, like, mm-hmm. Brooke was very, like, pep- peppy, and Clara was more, like, normal. And she was like, wait, you want me to <laughs> want me to continue launching these watermelons? Like, <laughs> I can't feel my face. And oh she my was God. like, you got to do it, girl. 
It's the amazing race. They don't call it the amazing race for nothing. Um, and I, I think she got a lot of flack for that. But I was like, I kind of liked it. What city do you think they'll do Love is Blind in next? Because it was Atlanta, then Chicago. Oh, I know. Well, Like it, Denver? Yeah, going by that, it'll be like Denver. Or it'll mm, be like Minneapolis. Minneapolis. Like those those are all friends, those cities. It was my friend Cara's birthday last night. You know Cara. I want her I to go on it. I love her. I'm so glad Chicago, to see her. I, I want her to go on it. Oh, my God. She should. I know. She's really, she <laughs> should be perfect. Um. I just want everyone to find love. But being in love is hard. You know? I know. Like you can't, you literally can't win. Like honestly, especially like when you're, when you're busy with work, it's hard to think about love. And then when you're not working, it's like love's all you think about. I, um, on my walk here from Penn Station, I couldn't stop for some reason wondering if I was going to have kids and like <laughs> wondering like how that Penn would. Station will do that to you. I know. I was like walking from Penn Station all the way here. Not a bad walk. I definitely got a few steps I was wondering in. where you were. I was like, he said his train got on it too, Tom. Well, I, I, I did walk. It's a perfect day I, for a I walk. I forget what made me think about it, but I was like wondering and I was like, you know, David Sedaris doesn't have any kids, does he? He has a good life. He lives in England. He has a wonderful life. Yeah. But he doesn't have kids. And I was like, I wonder if I'll do that. You should definitely, you love oh, kids so much though. I know, but I also, you know. So scary. I fall into such deep, dark holes that I, I would know, feel really bad if I had kids. kids that, that's like when Amber got, when used to have her depression on, um, on <laughs> Teen Mom, she wouldn't want Leah to come. She said, I want, I don't want her to be around me like this. And Gary would like, be like, no, you just don't want to watch her. <laughs> I'm going to my egg freezing doctor tomorrow or on Tuesday. Oh, really? But you're kind of young to freeze your eggs. No, I'm actually the perfect age. I thought like 33 was. Before 35. Oh, yeah. But ideally, they say before 30. Is that surgical? Mm-hmm. That's scary. Are you going to hold my hand to bring me jello? Yeah. My friend's um, uncle is the doctor I'm seeing. I know he's someone who... He's sold- supposedly renowned. Re- is it renowned? Renowned. You know what I hear? I have a word question. Renowned? Here's another one. I've always said she's void of feeling or it's void of emotion, but it's is it devoid? She's devoid of feeling, devoid of emotion. I, I don't know. Is that redundant? Sound off in the comments. Um, um, I know someone who's Are there sold comment their, sections on a podcast? No. I know someone who sold their eggs. Um, for money? To, for money to, and they spent out UCB classes. <laughs> Remember today when I thought of UCB, I was full Lucille Bluth thinking a UCB class cost $2,000. <laughs> I think because at the time, 400 felt like so fucking much. Totally. It still is a lot of money, but it's uh-huh. like, <clears throat> now I'm like, okay, it seems a little less insane for like 12 weeks of education. Eight, they were eight weeks long. Wow, you're really, they yeah. seared. UCB was a huge part of my life. Did you see that Pete People Davidson realize- got a brand of Kim Kardashian's name on his chest? A brand, like a like a Nexium, like a Nexium style? Yeah, like a like cattle. Okay, he's literally. He's Keith Raniere. No, <laughs> no, Kim is Keith. Kim is Keith and he's literally Sarah. He's India. It's like a brand. That <laughs> Pete, is so Pete India. Pete is oh India. Oh my God, oh my God. Um, I want to be India's mom for Halloween. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, Kanye is Nancy Salzman. Oh, Nancy. Oh, Nancy. Is she in jail? I want to visit Nancy Salzman in jail. No, you don't. Yes, I do. She's a monster. <laughs> I want to visit her in jail. What about her daughter? Um, I, I don't want to visit her in jail. I miss Nexium. I need another Nexium. Oh, oh, Bad Vegan. I wasn't crazy about Bad Vegan. Well, here's what I'll say. It's so repetitive eventually. I don't feel bad for her, and I don't get why she didn't stop being a bad vegan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... She thought this man who is like, she's gorgeous, stunning, talented, went to Wharton Business School and is with this fucking loser because he tweeted at Alec Baldwin. I felt crazy. Well, they did drop that. Like her version of vetting him was like Alec Baldwin would tweet back at him. Yeah. And it's like, that's not how Twitter works. But I, I mean, if Alec Baldwin was tweeting back at someone, I'd be like, okay. Would you? I, t- 
I feel like people tweet back at everyone. I don't think Alec Baldwin tweets back at everyone. Not famouses. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah. I thought it, what about the meat sack? That was my favorite part. I, I didn't care as much about that. I feel like that's what I'm doing. Like, I'm like, babe, I look at Brian. I'm like, babe, don't worry. This is just, I'm, I'm getting fat to test you. This is just a meat sack. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like so much of the same thing of like, like every episode, it was like him being like, I need more, like in why this episode, he needs more money. Me? And she yeah. says, yes. And then it was that for truly four hours. And I was like, okay, like, is and something else going to happen? Like, this could have been an email. The fact that she started filming her own documentary before she went to jail. I know. Bit over the top, love. <laughs> right? Yeah. But, you know, I do believe that people get into relationships where they are completely, they completely lose sight of reality. Totally. Um, but I don't know what I think. I what was wondering th- about something I have to ask you about off the pod. Ask it. Anyways, back in the pod. Um, yes. So I know what you're wondering, and the answer is I didn't. I went through something. I feel like eventually I want to talk about it. Yeah. Don't you think? Totally. I don't know when the time is. Yeah, probably you'll know when it is. I think you 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 feel too much ambiguity about it right now. I'm too I- basically for listeners who I love and would die for. I went through something kind of traumatic. Um, a few months ago. That I've kind of been working through in therapy and beyond, Buzz Lightyear vibes. Mm. Um, I always think of you, like, more, you always say more will be revealed. Mm-hmm. And I think with, this is very much that kind of scenario. Totally. But it's just a kind of thing that it's changed the way I see the world. Yeah. And it's changed the way I've, I see, like, so many things that I thought were normal. Normal and safe and like, yeah. I feel like I've been too trusting much of my adult life. I feel like you're good about vetting people and being a little more wary. Yeah. I'm kind of like, like I've, I've been sending people like my real fucking home address on Instagram for years. My manager's yeah. like, stop doing that. Yeah. It's like, I have to grow up. She said. But if I did, I wouldn't be a Toys R Us kid. You know what I was thinking about? How funny. I got that. I got a bath bomb and I was so obsessed with it because it, it was a bath bomb company created by two sisters who call themselves teenage sisterpreneurs. And I was like, that is the funniest phrase I've ever heard in my life. Felt, I, I immediately thought of you. It felt very loving to high to have a sis, uh, teenage sister, sisterpreneur. It's really hard to Send say. Send me a bath bomb. Send me a bath bomb. Sisterpreneur. I was thinking about the Lovington High VO and how it could end with the only th- catches. I've been dead for 13 days. <laughs> Welcome to Lovington. You're gonna love it here. Check in for room. Welcome to Lovington where things aren't as they seem and people die to be popular. Where the students are teachers and the teachers are dead. <laughs> Welcome to Lovington where prom night never ends. I thought I was going to be prom queen and I probably would have been. The only problem, I've been dead for 4 months and four no one <laughs> and no one knows who killed me. Well, Welcome to Lovington. <laughs> well, welcome to Lovington High, where the only uniform is blood. <laughs> Lola, calm your ass. I can't wait to have. Wait, I'm getting so excited to have guests in real life. Welcome to Lovington High, where, where guests the only are in real life, where the only tests are figuring out who killed me. <laughs> That's really good. That's actually really good. Where the only tests, where the only exams, where <laughs> where exam week is in the precinct oh that's really good yeah, yeah, yeah. okay i think would you guys i think my one of my goals if we start having guests in person film it yeah youtube would you guys like to watch yeah you guys want to watch Do you guys us? like to watch you fucking pervs then we'll really have to, but i'm not gonna get all done up for it oh not at all no that's why people like it because we'll be so real like, yeah like, people I'll be have, like, you know, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not gonna, gonna get, get all done, done up. up i'm gonna treat it normal yeah 
But Can every, I say every this? moment, we're going to treat it how we would treat Christina Aguilera, normal. Which is normal. Um, a lot of people are reaching out to me about the special saying, <laughs> my new phrase, it's not for everyone, but. And I'm oh like, my God. But I love it. I love it. It's like, it isn't for everyone. That's what my mom says about the podcast. She says, <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's not for everyone. No, it's for very few people. It's, it's interesting. for 30 people. It's for 30 amazing people um, who we love and cherish. Now, I have, um, should we do one more letter yeah, for? Yeah, one more letter and then we'll wrap it. Wrap it with a bow. Then we'll wrap it with a condom. Wrap it up. By with the a way, condom. we're very excited. Can we announce? Or we won't announce. We won't announce. What? I don't think we can announce yet. Let's oh, wait. Oh, let's wait. Keep them on beta breath. Um, Baby's breath with roses. People have bated breath. It's interesting that people say wrap it up about a condom because you really don't wrap. No, a condom really, really isn't a wrap. It is. You know, for all the for all, for all the jokes in television about parents not needing to show their kids how to put it on a banana, they're kind of hard to put on. Are they? For me. For me, they're easy. I'm always like, which side is it? Condoms are so horny for me for some reason. Ew, I can't believe I used to use condoms for three, my three-year relationship. In porn, if you're like wearing a condom, it's hotter to me. Mm. Because there's something very like sexual anonymous. about it. And anonymous. And like, it's very like, yeah, it's very like we just, like one time, I probably shouldn't include this. Never mind. Say it. One time when I was staying in someone's apartment, I uh-huh. like saw their condoms in their bedside drawer. Me. And it made, made me so horny. Wait, what I was going to say is... I used condoms for the entirety of my three-year relationship because I didn't want to go on the pill. Yeah. And now, now I cannot imagine. Really? Using a con- well, now I'm just like worshiping Bri's corp. I think all my girls who listen to the pod know I'm on the progesterone-only pill because I get migraines with visual aura. Shout out to my team. My team of gynecologists who literally don't care about me. Uh, Angelo's sisters. But that's why I'm excited to meet this new egg doctor because he seems like he really cares. An egg doctor? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So how did you go about that? Did you just decide one day? Yeah, because I saw this gynecologist and he was basically like, you know, my period's are really irregular. He's like, it's going to be hard for you to have kids. Yeah. He's like, it's definitely possible. I was like, is there anything I can do now? Yeah. And he's like, he's like, no, because basically when you're ready, we're just gonna have to like make you ovulate fake style yeah. with um, medicine. He goes, the only thing you can do at your age now would be to freeze your eggs. And I said, I'm really interested in that. And basically, your eggs go down after 35. So I was like, I definitely am not ready anytime soon. Yeah. And then he, rec- he, by chance, by fate, he recommended a doctor who happens to be my friend's uncle. And she was trying to connect me with him months ago. So I'm going to see him. I'm excited. Um, it's very expensive. Yeah. And your your friend's uncle is going to see your ex. My ex. Yeah. Your ex. <laughs> I was like, my ex? Your friend's uncle is going to see your ex. My friend's uncle is going to Well, you know what I was going to say? I tried to make this joke in London. It didn't go over well. But I think it's kind of funny, like, being like, I'm thinking of freezing my eggs and I saw how expensive it was and I was like um can we do this like a home birth like I just kind of get in there and like <laughs> harvest them daily harvest yeah, yeah, yeah. this is sponsored by daily harvest um we'll figure it out I need to make it a, a real new joke now I really gotta write new stuff me too because it's out in the open anyways are we should we do a question hi Pat and Pat um love both of you guys I am 26 I live in Brooklyn, and I'm having an existential crisis. I dropped out of school. I was working a shitty job for the past almost three years, and now I have a job that I like. The money's great. Um, I have a lot of downtime, and with that, I'm kind of spiraling and freaking out about, like, what I want to do with my life. And I'm interested in writing. I always have been specifically comedy. I do not want to perform. I do not want to be a stand-up comedian. Um, No offense. It's not for everyone. You guys are great, but it's not for me. Um, And yeah, I just wanted to get some advice about how to make that happen 
Um, I went to a reductress workshop, and it was cool, but I'm interested in screenwriting, and I know you do that, Pat. And so if you guys have any tips for me, that'd be great. Um, thanks, guys. Love you. Well, congratulations, first of all, on having an amazing job that you like, that you have downtime. Yeah, that's fabulous. That's heaven on especially earth. Especially at 26 and especially in Brooklyn. Yeah, especially in 26 and especially in Brooklyn. I think we have the same answer to this. I talked to my, un- I talked to my uncle about like the gig economy because I didn't have anything else to talk about. You o- it always ends up happening. What do people talk to their uncles about? Nothing. I, I don't talk to, have to talk to them because I have so many family members. I can just walk away. I, 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 it's hard for me. But um, You know, it's so funny how you saw Torch Song with your uncle because I just interviewed harvey firestein for his book um book event oh yeah it was amazing that is so funny how i saw it with my uncle did i give you the <laughs> like, book no, okay. I don't no i think i gave it to someone else okay anyway but um, okay Sorry. so yeah this is a hard question it's it's interesting because like there's a lot of first of all there's like a million 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 pathways but all of them involve the thing of like just literally sitting down and writing a script there is like um there's there's like books that you could buy. I don't even have like a specific recommendation of like a screenwriting book because the one I read I don't even think is like applicable anymore because it's all about spec scripts. But I would start by writing an original pilot, maybe an original short. And, and you know, I think it's hard because for me, like I had to get, I spent like 12 years doing stand-up really to the end of like getting representation. And I'm not really sure how to get representation like, but but that being said like everyone i've met in like a writer's room then uh, has never done stand up and like um, just has got these jobs and i don't i don't understand how they got them but um if there seems to be a better quicker way to do it and i and i wasn't <laughs> made doing privy to a decade it. worth of yeah up yeah for but, free yeah <laughs> they those people never had to go to Gowanus. i think yeah sorry go ahead no so i'm just saying like i think Having a sample is really good. I think like submitting to places like I think s- submitting prose, even though you're interested in screenwriting, I think submitting prose to like McSweeney's, uh, Reductress, like all those types. Does McSweeney of still exist? Stalker. I don't know if McSweeney exists, but if it, New Yorker shouts and murmurs. Yeah, but, uh, is that really hard to get into? I don't know. I honestly don't know. That's what's hard. It's like I don't really know. Well, my advice if you want to be a screenwriter is to write. A 10-minute short film that you can realistically afford to make. So something that you would shoot like in an apartment or outside. And then it sounds like you might have – be able to save some money from your job to hire like a small crew and shoot it in like two or three days. Edit – get it – pay for like a nice editor. Submit it to a bunch of festivals. Yeah, that's smart. I think that's – because then also – and if you – Either you can write it and direct it or you can have like a director friend directing. It would be a good opportunity for them as well. And they can maybe help with the fundraising. I think no matter what you want to do, you have to have a a work sample. So, yeah. And I think it'd be ideal if you could write a short that you would that you could envision in the future writing into a feature. Keep in mind, I haven't done any of these things. Yeah. yeah, Or even just like being a TV show. But I've watched friends like I think about Jonah, who's now like this big time director. And he made his own movie, raised his own money. Yeah. Um. That got him to Tribeca. I think about um, Brian, a friend of mine, Antonio Marziale. Brian's from from college. Who's a genius. Who just made this amazing short that got into um, uh, that got into I think the Berlin Film Festival. And I think like that's so. I just feel like I've watched people do that, and that's been a good way of getting the, your work out there. Yeah, I think set aside an hour every day that you have to write and just try to stick to that as much but as you can. But it's basically impossible because I have been trying to write a script for I would say eight years and it hasn't happened so definitely reach out if you have thoughts <laughs> i hope that's helpful at all i think it is yeah i don't know i'm not being funny at all no I'm not, i haven't said a single funny thing in years oh well you know what i think though it's like you've heard people say this to you but it's so annoying it's like the only thing that makes you a writer is if you're writing yeah it is really true no matter where it's going or who's 
there's just so much out there and there's so many opportunities for your work to go places. It's not like, and everyone who keeps trying will get somewhere. I do think that is true. I do think you look around and a lot of times like the people that are working aren't necessarily the people that were like the funniest, but the people that kind of like outlasted everyone. It's so true. I was talking about this with Lauren Mandel. We were saying how like no one's an overnight success. Like it took you what, like 10 years to get your writing job. Yeah. I've been in New York. Yeah. Eight years performing. Yeah. No, I had the special. So I feel like, I mean, you do meet people who are like 24 and have had nine writing jobs. Like those people exist. And like, I don't know how it's not the norm. It's not the norm, but be prepared to like meet that person and be prepared to like calm yourself down. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) A huge part of it is like meeting that person and not feeling like shit. Once you can realize that it's all like nothing and nothing matters and it's like actually not what life's about, then you'll be fine. Yeah. Life is literally about like being near a tree. I remember, um, yeah. And I think, but it feels good to make work. And you'll have to like incrementally like shift your, like I feel like I had a full-time job then I shifted into like nannying, which was uh-huh. like half my day is. And then, you know what I mean? Like you have to be prepared to like really gently ease yourself towards whatever. Yeah, I, I never think that quitting, that like quitting all your jobs is the answer because sometimes the more time you have, the harder it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've watched people be like, I'm going to give myself like three months. It's like, no. Yeah, I know. I met a guy years ago who was like, I want to be a director. I'm going to move to New York and I'm going to give myself seven years. And <laughs> at the time I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Now I'm like, oh, yeah, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, and yeah. he's working. Really? He should cast me. Yeah. The person who um, gave themselves 20 years. Sorry. Seven years. <laughs> the person who gave themselves seven years should cast me in a project. Uh, Though I'm not sure if I want to act because you know I don't want to be famous anymore. I know. I don't blame you. I don't. Uh, mm, I do. I, I don't at all. I just want to be able to work on projects and not have to deal with any person that I've never met before. That is my biggest goal. <laughs> I love dealing with people I've never met before. <laughs> I want to be adored. Um, I I don't. Um, I think that the other end of that contract is, is being it's, hated. It's too steep. Yeah, it's I'm too steep to of a price. Accept it. Yeah. I want to be dressed up. I don't need to be dressed up. I don't need to be like. <laughs> I don't need to like. Post a picture of myself in like a, a thing and then tag nine. Then tag ninety five like stylists. That's exactly what I've been doing all week. I see. That's fine. I don't. But I enjoy it. Yeah, I don't need. need oh, to. I want to be clear about saying if you're listening. I know that I'm being absolutely insufferable on social media right now, but I've been waiting for this moment my whole life, so I'm yeah. just promoting the shit out of it. So I want I, people to see it. Since I made my incredible big life decision of <gasps> oh! not wanting to be famous, I do think like all of a sudden I don't care if I have more like enough mm-hmm. Instagram followers. All of a sudden I don't care if like enough people know about me. All of a sudden I don't care about like. You know, whatever. That came with working. That came with working, yeah. Do you think that people know that I know I'm being annoying? Um, pro- yeah, I think so. I feel like so. people know, like, okay, she's like, we're not being that annoying. Promoting their project, I'm like, oh, that's what they have to do. Like, they've worked so hard on this. Right, right. They got to post the shit out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're not being as much as some have been in the past. Um, I don't, it's okay if I am. I don't care. But you're not. I can name someone. <laughs> <laughs> but I won't. Are you mad at me? No, I'm not mad at you at all. I'm glad to see you. I'm glad to be in your I apartment. Know. Are you mad at me that I'm like being like I have to go because I want to get my run in? No, because I'm having my say with me one two three assistant come yeah. over in like twenty minutes. But do you know that I'm gonna run from here and then come? Yeah, back yeah, here yeah. I'll anyway. be here. Well, we're gonna make these boxes. Anyways, cool. are you mad at me because I'm like complaining about like trolls? No, not at all. That I you, feel like I sound. I want to be clear. I feel like I sound annoying and stupid, but I love myself. No, I love you. No, no, no. Okay, crush the week. Crush the week. Oh my god. Oh, you know what? Your assistant's brother. 
Oh, nice. I had a Reminds long chat with, Carly. I had a long chat with Catherine's my, with my friend's assistant's brother, and he was really sweet. And I like him. I think he's straight, and and he likes the podcast, which is huge. Yeah, her. yeah, straight, straight, and liking the podcast. Um, thanks for listening to our podcast. Um, we're gonna do a Patreon episode now, so if you want to hear what juicy gossip we're about to shit talk, subscribe to our Patreon, patreoncom treatment. Also, thank you for all your support while you've been doing the Zoom episodes and we yeah. might have to do more zoom in the future but for now we're gonna make yeah we're to really gonna person. try to be strict about doing in person and it's to have better. some great guests i also think if there's guests you'd like to see on the pod you know reach out to us and if i've if i've if, I've, if you're someone who <laughs> i have dm'd and said i would love to have you on your pod what's your email and then never it's because i am a mess of a human being and i still would love for you to be on the pod love you guys bye bye